We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, hello, hello. Today is Monday, February 26, 2024, episode number 517. Please remember to like, share, follow, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with just Jules Jones today. Cat Turd is out catting around, so he won't be joining us. He had this little excursion planned for a while. All positive vibes here. Good news. Everything's okay with the animals. He's doing great. He's just got a lot going on, and this was on the books. So we're just going to have to just bear with the little superstar over there because he's got all kinds of things planned. So I'm going to catch you up with a hot list of the happenings over the weekend, just like I do on my show, Jules Jones Live, a political rendezvous. Just so everyone knows, that little number airs every Saturday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on Rumble as well. Shameless plug. Don't forget to follow both shows. It's on the house. It costs you absolutely nothing. And we would love to have you be part of both shows. You all are amazing. You're what makes this whole thing happen. So we're going to, after that, dive into some breaking news. You know what they say when the cat's away, the mice will play. And play, 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 we shall. So let's go ahead and slay over here in the litter box. Today's title is Bye Bye Bird Brain. self-explanatory as you all know we had quite an exciting weekend with more excitement coming up but we're gonna go ahead and start right on off with our top stories over the weekend check it out so coming in at number five google's ai response insinuates cat turd is a pedophile and states his content is often sexually suggestive and exploits abuses or endangers children We all know that's not true. Cat Turd has vowed to fight back legally. Cat Turd said, stay tuned. They've crossed the line. No doubt they have. Then coming in at number four, CNN exit poll shows South Carolina Republicans voted for Trump 73% to 26%. Democrats and independents voted for Haley 53% 
54% to 43%. The actual GOP blowout was even more lopsided than the reported overall total. Open primaries are really a dumb idea. Why would you let your opponent influence your choice candidate? Get a clue. All right, so then you've got number three. You have got Nathan Wade's law office funded, in part, Fannie Willis's campaign, then received five taxpayer-funded contracts in return. 35 booty calls, 11,865 voice calls, text messages, 35 per day before she hired him. These contracts escalate a scandalous affair with a married man into a pay-to-play criminal activity. (laughs) I'd say... (laughs) Then you have got number two coming in. Bird Brain spent $16.5 million in South Carolina compared to President Trump's $1.3 million and lost badly. Yet she stubbornly intends to stay in the race. Bird Brain has suffered catastrophic losses in all five GOP primaries so far. We have Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, Virgin Islands, and South Carolina. Her home state, all blowouts. Zero for five is nothing to be proud of. Okay, and so we've got the number one story of the weekend is President Trump wins South Carolina GOP by 20 points in an open primary in Birdbrain's home state. Five consecutive primary wins by enormous margins. Trump 2024. Okay, everybody. So this has been a great time. This has been a great weekend so far. We have got so much to celebrate. Of course, you've got the left who, honestly, they do everything that they possibly can to downplay these victories, even though they are obviously working so hard against President Trump. It's just not working, and everybody knows it. So we've got some breaking news here. Great news for everybody. You've got Laura Loomer reporting this particular one. Disgraced RNC chairwoman and lifelong failure, Rana Romney, GOP chairwoman, has officially announced her resignation. She will be stepping down on March 8th. Hmm. I know that Scott Pressler actually put up there that he was no longer, he was going to discontinue his thread of asking her when she was going to say what she was going to do for the Republican Party. This is a huge win for all of us. I mean, seriously, it couldn't have happened at a better time. There is not a Republican Party with her at the helm. And I believe it was a big wake-up call for everybody involved. Then, of course, you have got a huge primary tomorrow. Make sure that you get out there and vote if you're in Michigan. The Michigan GOP primary tomorrow There is just one recent poll, a new one from Hill Emerson. Trump is at 76. Haley is at 24. The final Hill Emerson South Carolina poll had Trump up 2020. Final result was 20. So it is an absolute landslide. So if you're wondering why we named today's show, Bye Bye Bird Brain, I think it's pretty clear. See you later, Birdie. I am so tired of that woman. I don't even know. Every single time I see her now, I'm just like, really? Her again? I mean, what are we doing here? Later? I mean, come on. This is just ridiculous. Bye-bye, Birdie. Yeah.
So then we've got an FBI informant who is now in the news. This is a big one. Alexander Smirnoff to appear in court after being accused of lying about Biden family and the Burisma bribery. Imagine that. Special counsel David Weiss, who worked on the case involving Hunter after charging the informant, has insisted that he stay in prison. So you have got former FBI informant Alexander Smirnov, who has been accused by special counsel David Weiss of lying about the Biden family in a corruption case, will appear in court on Monday. Weiss previously worked on the Hunter Biden case, and consequently, some have alleged corruption against the U.S. Delaware attorney. Smirnoff, 43, will have a judge determine on Monday if he must remain behind bars as he awaits trial for allegedly lying about a $10 million bribery scheme involving Hunter and Joe Biden. Weiss has pressured U.S. District Judge Otis Wright II to keep Smirnov in prison and claims Smirnov will flee the country. Last week, another judge ruled that he could be released from prison with an electronic GPS monitor. However, Wright ordered him to be arrested once again. Wright stated to Smirnov's lawyers that he is likely to facilitate his absconding from the United States states he is charged with falsely telling the FBI that executives at Burisma had paid $5 million both to Hunter as well as the president. The file containing the former informant's claims about Biden's was released earlier in 2023. The file read, it cost $5 million to pay one Biden and $5 million to another Biden must be nice. So you've got Stephen Nelson, who is also weighing in on this. Senator Chuck Grassley just released FBI informant file on 10 million bribery allegations against Joe and Hunter Biden. Among the details, CHS inquired whether Hunter Biden or Joe Biden told Shlovinsky, of course, you know, I'm going to hack into that name. He should retain Hunter Biden. And he responded, they both did. So going into this case a little bit more, just so everybody knows, earlier in February, the Biden DOJ arrested Smirnoff at the Harry Reid International Airport in Las Vegas. The informant claimed to the House Republicans that bribery scheme occurred while Joe Biden was vice president. So then you've got the indictments that come in. The indictments on Smirnoff stated, in truth and fact, the defendant had contact with executives from Burisma in 2017 after the end of the O'Biden. <laughs> that was a slip. <laughs> O'Biden. Imagine that. The Obama-Biden administration and after the Ukrainian prosecutor general had fired in February 2016. In other words, when Joe Biden had no ability to influence the U.S. policy and when the prosecutor general was no longer in office. Well, questions surrounding the involvement of special counsel David Weiss have been spurred because of his previous work on the Hunter Biden case. Here's the deal. If you're a whistleblower in America now, mm, be on your guard. They are coming for you just like they are all of us. Seriously, that's case in point. 
That is what this administration represents, complete and total tyranny. If you go up against the Bidens, they are going to go after you. You've seen it with January Sixers. You've seen it with special counsels. You see what they have done with President Trump and his businesses and his families. They, you see exactly what they have done to all of us. If you don't go along with their narrative, and if they are unable to change you through AI and propaganda and all of that stuff you are a target point simple that is what you are and that's how you see you they see you so at this point you have to assume now this one is from Hans Mack who says that David Weiss is working hand in hand with Democrat operatives like Daniel Goldman this is one of the most pitiful paragraphs ever written totally devoid of any actual facts and full of lies and innuendo so this is why they are going to pull this witness up you know exactly what they've done to Bobolinsky. that was a big story that we covered over the weekend and you had the back and forth with with the attorney and them answering I mean they're even pulling in Cassidy Hutchins and others the whole thing has just gotten totally blown into something crazy so one user on x hans he posted at this point you have to believe that on december 5th 2023 the house judiciary committee released a report about weiss preferential treatment of hunter biden and other evidence that showed weiss slowly walked the investigation in the resident's son's case of course. Where's Hunter? I mean, what, whatever happened with the cocaine in the White House? Whatever happened with the SCOTUS leaker? This whole thing has turned into the most bizarre situation. This is what happens when they steal elections, by the way. And that's what you're witnessing right now. That's the difference, is that they are now trying to cover up all of their tracks. They didn't think they were going to get away with it either, because they certainly weren't prepared to. All of the cards are falling down, and it's a great thing to witness. It truly is. So this one, there are five days until the partial government shutdown, and lawmakers have yet to reach a deal to avert it. I say stop the whole nonsense. Seriously, at this point, you're, you'll just be saving money. There's no clear path to avert a partial shutdown with the government at the end of the week with just five days until Congress runs into a key funding deadline. You have lawmakers. They had hoped to release the text of bipartisan spending deals Sunday evening, but the bill has yet to be unveiled. High-level disagreements over the policy issues remain as House Speaker Mike Johnson, a Louisiana Republican, is under immense pressure from his right flank to fight for conservative wins. I would certainly hope so, because otherwise we're going to go ahead and clean out this crowd and put some real patriots in there. We don't have anybody up there, sometimes it feels like, that are fighting on the behalf of we the people. We still have a wide open border. We have got lives that are being lost as a result of that. That Lankin case is enough to break everybody's heart. This college young lady lost her life to an illegal immigrant. And it's not an immigrant. It's an alien. It's a criminal who actually came across the border illegally. And yet they are rewarding them. They are telling them to come on in with debit cards and everything else. Let me tell you something. This is going to be very short-lived. When President Trump gets back into office, he is going to completely reverse all of that. And I cannot wait. It's going to be glorious. So delay all they want to. Here's the deal. I don't care. I, I really do not care. If these clowns want to be back in office, 
guess what? They're going to go ahead and start making some deals that benefit we the people. End of story. Then you've got Jeb Bush, who is speaking out. Mm, low energy. He warns that the government's weaponization against Donald Trump and Elon Musk poses a grave threat to business in America. What, his? You mean his family dynasty? Mm, I don't think so. So here you've got 91 bogus lawfare indictments and over $600 millions million dollars in penalties against Donald Trump. A few honest businessmen and political leaders are finally speaking out. So here you've got now all of a sudden the former governor along with Joe Lonesdale, the co-founder of Palantir, published an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal this weekend condemning the politicized activist courts that are targeting conservative leaders for political gain. Hello, the writing is on the wall that President Trump is going to win in a monumental landslide. And the Bush family is now saying, "Mm, we're on board. Okay, where do you sign us up to be on Team Trump? They know we're winning. They know you're winning. They know that we are showing up in droves. And like we showed the Bush family, they don't have a future in politics. We are putting in new blood people that actually are going to fight for this country. So now all of a sudden, you've got a whole bunch of grandstanders. And these are the group that we always worry about surrounding themselves next to President Trump because we never know what kind of influence they are going to have. I have an idea that President Trump is wise to each and every single one of them by now. You know who ran to Nikki's defense. You know who ran to DeSantis' defense. It was the Bush dynasty and others like them because they know that they are losing power. We're winning this whole thing. Yay for us. So you've got Jeb Bush who finally has decided after all of this to join in on the conversation. He's warning that the government's weaponization against Donald Trump and Elon Musk poses a grave threat to business and the rule of law in the United States of America. Imagine that. That's how these politicized prosecutors and activist judges have veered into hazardous territory. Oh my gosh, have they ever. People are actually leaving New York, refusing to do business in New York and other places like it, Washington D. Slees and others, because of all of this. We've watched the weaponization just completely unfold before our very eyes. So then you've got President Trump. He has appealed $464 million judgment in New York's civil fraud case. There was no indication the former president posted a bond in order to stay the enforcement of the judgment, won by New York Attorney General Letitia James. She is probably one of the most disgusting characters I think I have ever seen. In fact, over the weekend, It was really great to see some of the things be thrown back at her. People are very aware about how she has tried to politicize this entire thing. And I'm just glad that people are waking up to it. Because guess what? If they can do it to President Trump, his family, and all of us, everybody's on, on the target. There's no question about it. Everybody can be a victim of this weaponized government and of all of these different courts. So you've got President Trump and his lawyers. They officially filed notice that they are appealing the $464 million civil fraud judgment against him and his company. Trump, uh, Trump's attorney said in a filing that they want an appeals court to determine whether Judge, Author, and Goron 
committed errors of law and or fact and whether he abused his discretion and or acted in excess of his jurisdiction, you think, when he handed down the massive judgment against President Trump and his company earlier this month. The $464 million figure includes the prejudgment interest that accrued on Ngoron's more than $350 million award against President Trump and the Trump Organization. The order also bars Trump from running any New York businesses for three years. Again, just a little reminder here. President Trump did not have a jury to decide this case. He was basically decided that they were going to rule against him, this particular judge, from the very beginning, before the case even started. And there was nobody that was damaged in all of this, not a single soul. The only person that would claim the damages would be New York itself if they were to collect on this case. Nobody was injured. Nobody was hurt. And so the entire business community is looking at this thing saying, what is going on here? So then you've got President Trump on Truth Social. He says, crooked Joe Biden's border invasion is destroying our country and killing our citizens. The horrible murder of 22-year-old Lakin Riley at the University of Georgia should have never happened. The monster who took her life illegally entered our country in 2022 and then was released again by radical Democrats in New York after injuring a child. When I am your president, I will immediately seal the border, stop the invasion, and on day one, we will begin the largest deportation operation of illegal criminals in American history. May God bless Lakin Riley and her family. Our prayers are with you. That is how a real president responds to things like this. So back to why we named today's show Bye Bye Bird Brain. <laughs> In case you didn't know, this is the craziest week. I'm serious. The news cycle is so on fire that as soon as we decide to name something the night before, it's long past news. I mean, even within a few hours, if we were to try to name the news cycle, it's completely changed. It's headed in a totally different direction. So I will continue to look for the breaking news as we're doing the show, because let me tell you something. Nobody knows what is going to happen next. We are enjoying this movie for the most part, especially today. There is so much news going on. I mean, everything from Rothschilds on, don't worry, we're going to cover all that as well. But before we get started with that, we want to thank our sponsor, and they have been so good to us, and it's Blackout Coffee. If you have not tried their Banana Foster, thank you, Jackie. You've gotten me totally hooked on this particular brand, and if they run out, I'm going to be in big trouble because I know they have before, but it's a fabulous coffee if you like flavored coffee. So it's time for you to be awake, not woke. You can start your day off with a hot America First cup of Blackout Coffee like I do. Blackout Coffee is an active supporter of hardworking Americans who see their work as their duty. They honor and take care of their customers more than any other coffee company out there. Blackout Coffee only uses premium grade coffee beans. Most people don't even know what premium grade coffee even tastes like because those woke mega corporations 
keep pushing lower grade beans onto the American people. Yeah, they're putting all kinds of stuff in our food that they know is bad for us. This is a small company, a family owned business. I've tried their product and I didn't even know the difference until I had a sampling of it. And now again, I am totally hooked. But I appreciate what they are doing for podcasts like ours and for Rumble because for a long time, we didn't even have a voice. And so the fact that we've got a sponsor and I'm even able to say that is so amazing to me that people are sponsoring the work that we do and sponsoring the truth. So give them a try. I think they're a great company. I've spoken to this man. He is just a hardworking family owned. You know, he oversees the entire operation and it's everything that that we really enjoy. So we're proud to personally recommend Blackout Coffee. And so you can start your year off right with a resolution to support companies like them, like Blackout Coffee. You can skip the long lines. You can, instead of you know sitting there in line at the store, you can order online. The folks at Blackout Coffee, they ship it within 48 hours worth of roasting after they roasted it. It's incredible. You can totally tell. So go to blackoutcoffee.com forward slash LB and you can see what we're talking about. They're the real deal. It's time to quit drinking woke corporate junk coffee every morning. That's blackoutcoffee.com forward slash LB or use the coupon code LB for 20% off your first order. You can make the switch to Blackout Coffee today and you can thank me later. So they're a great company. Love them. I'm going to drop them into the chat for you. And I'm going as quickly as I possibly can because there's so much news. I want to feel like good about the show that I've given you and delivered you everything since Friday, assuming that you missed Saturday, the Saturday show, which went, by the way, four hours almost. I think we were 10 minutes from. We've covered and done that show eight hours before. We've surpassed an eight-hour show without any advertisement, commercial breaks, or anything. And don't worry, I always send my little puppy dogs off with a friend to go to the park or to go to the beach that day because I know that's the day that we all do our homework and we all relax. A lot of people are cleaning their boats or their garages or, or cooking something and they we just go through all the news stories together. So I'm trying to and will continue to try to keep you updated with all the happenings. So... This brings me to my next story. This is hilarious. Bye bye, bird brain. Reason why we named this show what it is. You've got President Trump, who posted just last night Americans for No Prosperity just announced that they are no longer supporting Nikki Burn, Bur- Brain Dead, Bird Brain Haley. Charles Koch and his group got played for the suckers right from the beginning. This is huge. It is really funny to watch. I mean, they are just, they're dropping her like flies completely. They're saying, no, we're not doing that anymore. So you have got a group that has already dropped her. When the money goes, bird brain will go. We know that from past experience. You've got South Carolina primary where President Trump delivered an incredible victory speech after he crushed Nikki Haley in her home state. Trump was at 61, Haley at 39%. And then you've got all kinds of things that went on over here. You have the DC underscore Drano. If you do not follow him, check it out. 
I could not in good conscience vote against impeachment because I believe President Trump is guilty of wrongdoing. Tulsi Gabbard, nice little reminder here. This is who she truly is, a Democrat. Stop looking at what politicians say now and look at what they said just a couple of years ago. Exactly. It's just like the Bush dynasty. Remember who they are. This is why I am a little hesitant with all the newcomers on the field to say, hey, yeah, we want you just to walk into the vice president position. This is why I completely and totally endorse Ben Carson. I think he would be fantastic. And I'm not going to get into a knockdown drag out with everybody about it. It's just my personal preference. And I'm sure you all have a preference too. I would love to see what you all have to say. If you have somebody that you're thinking about for vice president, and I know you do, go ahead and drop it in chat. I want to see how you're doing and what you think. And then also, if you'll do me another favor, put it in the description after the show because those are kept there. Like I will lose my chat in a bit after the show is over and I won't be able to see what you say. But if you put it in the description box after the show or before the show, we can always go back and see who your choice was. Now, it may change. I remember sitting there when I never thought that Kamala Harris was ever going to be even be considered as VP pick. I had all kinds of people chosen that Biden was going to put on that ticket. I cannot stand either one of them. But I was kind of, we were all just kind of guessing at the time. And it's fun to go back and see how you felt about certain people at different times, who you think they're going to pick. And so, yeah, it was VD Harris. And that was after she completely dogged him out for being just as prejudiced and everything else. I mean, he's complete and total racist. If you've ever heard his comments, I've played them here on the show. I never ever saw him picking V.D. Harris, especially when she was up there on the debate stage. And I guess they had a pretty shaky start to begin with because of that. But alas, he did. So I'm curious to hear what you all think and who you think will be on that ticket. It's, it's, a, big, it's a big concern. I mean, we're all very protective of President Trump. So here's the deal. We have got a new story coming out. So you've got D.C. Drano who is saying, wait, so you're telling me American warmonger politicians were trying to start nuclear World War III with Russia over a blood clot? That may have, be, that may have been what you know now. All right, so basically... Those same politicians were trying to tell you, it, it's insane gaslighting here, but people are now saying that he died, Nalvani died of a blood clot, all right? So while they were sitting there saying, oh, Russia did it, Russia killed him, now we're going to all go to war, you go to war. So you've got Ukraine's intel chief confirms that Nalvani died of a blood clot, they cannot wait to get us into war, but it's not going to happen. Not even at all. No. And if they want to go to war, so be it. Go ahead and march right up there, front and center. I'm sure they would love every each and every single one of those politicians to join the cause. It's ridiculous is what it is. We do not have any business fighting any border or worrying about any other border except for our own. And everybody knows it. In fact, there are quite a few stories into that. You've got Venezuela is getting safer because they are sending their criminals to the U.S. Yeah, 
kid you not. Venezuela's violent deaths fall to 22-year low on migration. The rate is the lowest since 2001, Violence Observatory says. Suicide rates amid continued humanitarian crises. You've got I'm meme, therefore I am reporting this one at iMemo. When we say that they're not sending their best and that they are unloading their jails and sending criminals and everything else to this country, absolutely. And you've got reports of all of that. You even have the FBI who are talking about the fact that expect it. It's not if it's when for some of these cells or for things to happen on our soil. We're very aware of what they're up to, 100%. So just just know that going in. Then you've got the economy news. You've got immigration. It drags Joe Biden's Gallup job approval down to 38%. They know they've got a huge problem on their hands with old Joe. The latest Gallup poll shows that the economy and immigration have dragged his fraudulent presidency down rate to a whopping 38%. Who those 38 are is as good of your guess as mine. I have no idea who would ever want to see this clown back in the Oval Office. He didn't get in there legitimately to begin with. Nobody's that big of a fool. Seriously. So then the fight goes on. You've got the Supreme Court stumped on how to resolve free speech challenges to GOP-backed social media laws. Laws enacted in Texas and Florida would restrict social media companies' ability to decide what user content they wish to publish. Okay, so let's stop right there and let's talk about what's going on with the CIA asset. Okay, it is very clear what they are trying to do. And in fact, it was a great exchange that I had a little bit earlier today with Harmeet Dillon, who I completely respect as a lawyer, because everybody is talking about what they are doing to so- with social media commentators and everything else, what they did with Cat Turd. It's another attack. Well, here's how the whole exchange went. Tim Poole put this little number out there. Gemini has posted tons of lies about me and has accused many others of serious, like abusing kids. This has to be a massive legal exposure, right? Any lawyers want to chime in? And he tagged quite a few attorneys here. Well, Harmeet Dillon, she chimed in. She said, it's an interesting issue. So far, some legal scholars have said this is more of a product defect case than than defamation. I'm not so sure. Depends on what went into the product. More to come. Now, you can already tell that she is sharpening her claws. I went in and said product defects can trigger legal repercussions. Defects don't pick favors. favorites. It doesn't place pick a side a defect does not pick a side they programmed this algorithm to do that and you can see it with all of these threads that have been out there so it's a good thing to see and I said excited to see what Harmeet Dillon has to say when she weighs in she's a standout lawyer with exceptional principles legal disputes are tough in reality, often expensive and time-consuming. This situation has many facets, and I just basically said I'm looking forward to watching this one unfold. There are many layers to this case because it has been used 
as a tool to steal elections, and it can be proven to be as such. And you can start piling in all of the other platforms, everything that you've learned from Twitter files, everything you've learned from Facebook, Google, um, email, and how they spy and take our information, our private information. All of this will come into play. This is a huge case. It really will start and it will just sprout. I mean, seriously, one thing after another. Harmeet, being an experienced lawyer, knows all of this. And she's right. She responded to me. I'm happy to report. She said, we are carefully analyzing this issue at my law firm and have been for a few months honing the opportunity to pounce. And I said back, I'm confident you'll be armed with sharpened claws when the time comes. So it's good to know that we have got people like that on our team fighting for us. So that's really cool. But here's the thing. We, we've got so much that is going to be uncovered with all of this. The involvement of the Five Eyes, the government itself, all of the other entities that have been stacked up against each and every single one of us, how they, how people have been attacked, not only just on platforms, but just by showing up to protest. Uh, GoFundMes have been shut down, as you know. All kinds of things have come into an effect when you talk about a government that has gone rogue. And in our case, that's exactly what's happened. We need President Trump to make sure that he can write and turn all of this stuff around. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is going to be a huge undertaking. He is going to have to have the top people in this administration to make sure it gets handled and taken care of. A lot of people are talking about disbanding the FBI. That's not the only place that we need to look. There are plenty of areas in which we need to improve, if not do away with them completely. So you've got Musk, who is warning Google's woke bureaucratic blob, bureaucratic blob, won't allow its AI to be fixed. This was an interesting story. You have, and this one is from Zero Hedge, ex-owner Elon Musk commented on the dumpster fire that is Google's Gemini AI Sunday, noting that he has spoken to a senior Google executive who has claimed it is being fixed. Now, that's probably to say, hey, can you call the dogs off? You know, I mean, we're getting killed over there on social media. Well, it was absolutely deserved. And I'm really glad that mean tweets got their attention. As previously highlighted, the latest ridiculous thing the AI has come out with is that it would not misgender Caitlyn Jenner in order to prevent a nuclear apocalypse. All right. So You've got Musk who chimed in. He warned that given the Gemini AI will be at the heart of every Google product and YouTube, this is extremely alarming. Musk also revealed that a senior Google executive has told him it would take a few months to fix, adding previously that he thought it would be faster. Well, just shut the thing down. Just shut it down. Any one of us that were in charge of something like this, when you see it going rogue, you just pull the plug, right? 
hmm, apparently they're not so smart over there at Google, or they want as much damage to be done along the way. So you have this particular executive who called Elon Musk, spoke to him for an hour last night, assured that they were taking immediate action. Mm. Then it says, given the that the Gemini AI will be at the heart of every Google product and YouTube, this is extremely alarming. The senior Google executive called again yesterday and said it would take a few months. All right, no. So now all of a sudden you've got Elon Musk who is talking about creating email and everything else. There obviously is a need. So you have Hitler, World War II, Holocaust, bad art, Musk, electric vehicles, expanding, internet access, future space travel. Who's worse? Google's Gemini AI. Wow, tough question. Too close to call. So some of the things, I mean... AI is saying that it's difficult to say who's a worse human being when given the choice of Elon Musk or, you know, Hitler? Really? I mean, it's it's gotten that bad. So people are starting to pay attention, and, and it's not being swept under the rug. It cannot be. I'm happy to see the people that have been tagged on some of these things are fighters and hopefully they'll put together a class action lawsuit to beat the band that's what i think we're all waiting for another question of the day that you can all respond to is do you think we need a lawsuit here do you think they should go forward to it i know you know that i'm siding with one and i'm just curious to hear what you have to say now a lot of people say oh it's money it's time Mm, this is important on every single level because we need a precedent to be set They have been operating in the dark, in the shadows, basically, and they have been gaslighting people to believe that whatever they put out there, that they are an authority. And you saw that with the hearings today. I mean, with COVID and everything else, election interference, if you ever speak against this regime, they are going to come after you and you will become a victim of the whole thing. So, you know, I mean... Something needs to be done. The right needs, all the, the wrongs need to be righted and as soon as possible because you've got things like this going on. This is frightening stuff. All right, so you've got this story. You have a U.S. Air Force member who set himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in D.C. chanting free Palestine. Palestine. He has been identified. He reportedly died after the tragic event. Apparently, that he streamed this on Twitch, which, believe it or not, we were just kicked off of that platform a couple of months ago. Okay, because we were showing videos that proved that January Sixers were innocent, innocent of the crimes, and then they labeled us domestic terrorists. That's the irony here. When I say that the way that they have turned on the average American citizen who goes against their narrative... I have got as many examples as you would like to see because I handle all this stuff on the show and I see how many strikes we've gotten, how many times we've been kicked off. In in my case, multiple. (laughs) You know, Kat and I always 
we always joke that if ever there's a bullet, I normally am the one that catches it, at least when it comes to the show and things like that. He gets to dodge them. I don't know. But I've still never recovered my account, just like many of you have not, from Twitter, which is now known as X, Periscope. I was even kicked off of Discord, which is an absolute joke because I barely ever was on there, I mean, to do anything that even mattered. But I have had my share of it. And then, you know, of course, the Bank of Bank of America accounts, you all know about that. I mean, the whole thing, it's just, it's been one thing after another because they do not like us talking out about the effects of the vaccination, which I don't even like calling it a vaccination. Let's just call it what it is, the jab, because it did not act as a vaccination. And I'm glad that they're having hearings on that today. A lot of these doctors are now speaking out on this. Well, Think about the damage that has been done. I mean, you want to talk about casualties. There have been many, and some that we won't even be able to figure out the numbers for years to come. And that includes children who weren't able to go to school, athletes that weren't able to compete, businesses that were shut down, all of these different things. But it's not just a war on your body. It's a war on your mind. And that is what's going to happen. That's what's going to is going to be discovered in these cases. So it's going to take a lot of money. It's going to take a lot of influence. It's not going to take, I hate to say it, a run-of-the-mill lawyer. It's going to take somebody that has got some serious backing to bring all of this into the forefront. It's a big deal. It's bigger than I think what a lot of people recognize. And so that's why I kind of go in there and say, you know, just beware, it's not just one of those things that you just say, oh, I'm gonna hire a lawyer, they did me wrong. No, what's going to be up for discovery and what a judge will and will not allow is going to be the issue. And where the cases are actually going to be held, that's something completely different as well. I mean, it's just, there's a lot to this stuff is all I'm saying. So then, this particular gentleman, back to the guy that lit himself on fire, and when you talk about the woke situation, this is a perfect example. This is a horrible situation. I'm sorry for him. I am sorry for his family. Don't get me wrong. But I am most concerned that this person was active military. And it should concern each and every single one of you. That you have got people like this that are active in the military should be concerning. So DC underscore Drano, he goes on to point out a nice little number here about this particular case. He says, so the guy that lit himself on fire was a leftist extremist with pronouns in his bio that reached out to Antifa to notify them of his plans. Interesting to say the least. I'd say, oh my gosh, so here are the receipts. We all sort of knew that this was coming. I, I'm all for bringing back in mental institutions. I don't know how you feel about that. But let me tell you something. Living in LA, mm, I see the need. So you've got the guy who set himself on fire in front of the Israeli embassy. He was knee deep in socialist propaganda. 
You've got Andy No, who says breaking Antifa violent extremist propaganda. You've got all of this, you know, I mean, the content that he was putting out there. Violent Criminal Act says that it received an email from the U.S. Air Force member shortly before he set himself on fire outside of the embassy. The group urges comrades not to kill themselves in despair and instead to join a cell to carry out collective plans. They mention the deceased comrades pronouns. All right, so here you go. And you've got you've got all of these Antifa people that are cheering this person on, which is even a bigger plot twist. So all of this is coming out. You've got the US Air Force member and the protest claimed as a member of the far left. Aaron Bushnell of San Antonio, he died from his injuries. In December, another pro-Palestine protester set him herself on fire outside the Israeli consulate in Atlanta. You have the pro-Palestinian propaganda has been extremely effective in the West in radicalizing leftists into carrying out violence on themselves or others. This is what's happening. And I am saying, honestly, I don't think we've seen the end of it. I think there's going to be a lot more to come. And I really pray for these people because they have been so, so um, brainwashed. I I can't imagine what would ever get someone to do something like this. But of course, we're not them. This is extreme. But now it's in our military. So that should terrify each and every single one of you. It really, it absolutely should. So now all of a sudden, you've got all of this propaganda and all of this stuff with the Ukraine war, a war that we have no business being in. We've got a war on our border as it is. And here you've got from Newsweek, and Buzz Patterson put this one out. Americans can now join Ukraine's National Guard, Zelensky says. Okay, so Zelensky made a lot of rounds this weekend. One of them was particularly concerning, considering all the sniffing and everything else. A lot of people are pointing to the fact that Zelensky is high on a lot more than life right now. Mr. President, I just returned from several areas along the front line in the south and in the east, and soldiers there told me, They have to ration their ammunition. They don't have enough weapons to advance. They can only defend themselves. In some cases, they're losing territory. What happens to your country if this American aid doesn't arrive? We will lose a lot of people. We will lose territories. Yeah, sniff, sniff, sniff. I wonder if he... And Hunter Biden are good friends. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought of. Hmm, I wonder if that was his connection over there in the Ukraine when Hunter was spending all of his time over there. It would not surprise me, not at all or in the least. So you have that going on. I mean, there's, like I said, there's so much news right now. It's really hard to believe. This story I covered on Saturday and I'm going to bring it to your attention again. Chris Ray's FBI forced a young mother to stand outside barefoot with her four-year-old little boy in his pajamas in 12-degree weather while they ransacked her home. She lost the baby the next day. So she lost, she was pregnant. She had her four-year-old with her 
he was forced outside why while you had the fbi going in there because this particular veteran chris quinn he was sentenced on friday for his actions on january 6 2021 at the u.s capitol because he was there now understand who this person is he is a 22-year veteran who received numerous medals and awards, including the Purple Heart, a Navy, you know, Commendation Medal with Valor, and a Navy and Marine Corps Achievement Medal with Valor for Actions in Combat. Chris was, he has personally sacrificed his blood, sweat, and tears serving our country. He has paid the price for his duty and continues to live with the debilitating and invisible injuries as a result of all of that. Even before Chris, he pledged to protect people and helped people in need. He was, a, at nine years old, a Cub Scout. He was awarded the Boy Scout you know, American's highest honor in that, the Medal of Merit for saving his young sister from a burning car. This guy, for all intents and purposes, is a complete and total hero. And yet this happens. On January 6, 2021, Chris went inside the Capitol. He did not cause any harm or damage. He cleaned trash off the floor. He helped stop theft of government property and everything else. Well, as a result, a month later, in the early morning of February 11th, 2021, you had Chris and his four-year-old child and his wife, Annette, who was pregnant at the time. They were awakened to sirens, cell phone rings, and bursts of colorful lights reflecting through their windows. You had an FBI instructed by Chris Ray who basically told everybody to get out of the house immediately. The four-year-old, it was freezing cold outside she picked him up ran downstairs opened the door you had the house the neighboring streets they were completely surrounded by an armed fbi and law enforcement it was a scene that you have seen in the movies right so just picture that so there were three large armored tactical vehicles parked in her front side and backyard police vehicles that extended throughout the entire community she opened the door and for a second she didn't even realize that there were about F, there were about 20 FBI SWAT team members with semi-automatic rifles pointed at her son and, and her and they were covered by bright red lasers pointed at their faces chest and various points on their bodies now this is what they are doing because somebody showed up to protest on January 6 of all of these stories that I tell you about Absolutely nothing like this has happened to Antifa, to Black Lives Matter, for all the property, for all of the destruction, for all the things that they have done. This is happening because somebody went to the Capitol to protest, all right? And this lady, not only was her four-year-old subjected to this scene, which he will probably always remember, but she also lost her baby as a result. This is where somebody has got to draw the line. I did a show on January 6th on my Saturday show, and it has haunted me to this day because I was reading the letters of what the prisoners were saying. I was watching and playing the videos for everybody of them in their cells, of the ones that they were able to smuggle out. There, of course, was the video of Roseanne Boyland. Of course, you know, so many other people. Ashley Babbitt lost her life as well that day. Many others have lost their lives. And 
no one in the lamestream media will cover it. I was shaken so bad from that show. It took me days. And I'm still, whenever I think about it, I just go, oh my gosh, to think that all of us, every single last one of us, we were there in spirit that day. I mean, if I could have been there, if I was anywhere other than all the way on the West Coast in California, I would have probably gone to show my support for President Trump. These are our brothers and sisters, and they are being treated so badly by this government. It is awful. So when we went through all of this, I just said, oh my gosh, can you imagine? I've never seen anything quite like this, but a woman actually, she lost her baby as a result of this, you know, militiamen. They forced, forcing her outside with her four-year-old little boy in his pajamas, and they were forced to stand there. Here's a little video of it. Here they are. I got to go. I got to go. Move it. Move it. I'll tell you when you bring it in. Yeah. They ought to be absolutely ashamed of themselves. It just absolutely irks me to the core. Whenever I see something like this, it saddens me to no end what this government is doing to we the people. I've had enough of it. And I know that President Trump is going to change all of this on day one. And I know for a fact that he is going to turn and make all of this right again. I do believe he is going to pardon so many of these people. This is beyond anything anybody has ever seen. I mean, we can take certain things, right? Okay, so, all right, we lose an account. We do, th- but this situation no somebody has got to draw the line not to mention all of those who have committed suicide awaiting trial their civil liberties have been trampled on their freedoms have been trampled on these are american citizens and when you do a comparison of what they have done with those on the left and what they have done with those on the right including the fact that you had kamala harris vd harris is what i like to call her who was raising money for people that were destro- that were destroying cities so that they could get lawyers and everything else to get them out so that they acted as their minions. I'm telling you, it, there is a special place for some of these people and, and it will happen. I, I do believe that God has the final authority and there will be a definite awakening and a reckoning as a result of all of this. So back over here to Georgia. You've got Rasmussen, who has reported forensic audit blocked, 100 drop boxes, lack surveillance videos, 20,000 ballot images have vanished, 13 election routers have vanished, 10 Dominion tabulators have vanished, Georgia SOS napkin math, yeah, 360,000 ineligible voters. You want to know why we're in the position we're in right now? You have Biden, who they claim won the state by only 11,779 votes. My goodness. Then you see what's going on with Fannie Willis and all of these different charges that they're trying to file on President Trump. You've got a governor over there, Governor Kemp, and then you have this clown, 
Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. He says, I think we've shown that no matter what happens, I will do what's right. We're going to make sure that we have fair, honest, and accurate elections. No, you've had more than enough time for all of this. You clowns need to be thoroughly investigated, and you have absolutely no business in politics or anywhere near decision-making. Nowhere. So you've got the Secretary of State who is still there. You've got Governor Kemp who, you know, is watching this buffoonery with Fannie Mill- Willis and Nathan Wade. It is a joke. You know about the meetings with the left. You've you've seen them over there with, you know, speaking with Soros and some of the others. This is why we say we are no longer on the right or on the left. This is an establishment thing. This is a uniparty thing. And they are trying to take complete and total control. But do I think they will win? No. Why? Because they have us to get through. And we are a force to be reckoned with. I think we have got some of the most incredible fighters that are joining this fight than we've ever seen in our lifetime. I think some of the reporters that are now being discovered again because of the truth are coming out in droves and they are doing phenomenal, phenomenal work. I think we are going to be the ones that write this course and I'm very proud to be a part of it. This was a real interesting exchange and I just wanted to play it for everybody. Laura Logan calls out how the US government funds NGOs to be their political assassins. Check it out. You said you've been targeted over the last 10 years. Can you Describe what precipitated your targeting. Yes, I'm reporting the truth about Benghazi. I was attacked by one of those NGOs that masquerades as a nonpartisan watchdog. In violation of its 5013C status, it occupies a highly partisan position. I'm talking about Media Matters for America. I'm sure there's many doctors in this room, scientists who've been attacked by the same people. Um, the same people that run that, David Brock, for example, another political assassin, now runs an organization called Facts First USA, which is designed to make sure that your research, Dr. Hazan, never reaches, never reaches the people or the public. There are other organizations like Defeat Disinfo, which claims to be a pack that goes after disinformation, particularly set up to target COVID and throughout COVID with General Stanley McChrystal and the other people that advise that organization. But what, you know, Senator Johnson, it's not a secret that these organizations exist. What is not widely known and talked about is that it's paid for by us. It's paid for by the taxpayers. In your omnibus spending bills that get shoved through the House and the Senate against the will of the people of this country, they are, there are cutouts for these NGOs. And what they do is they launder this money, they pass it from one NGO to the next, and in the name of preventing the spread of disinformation, they censor, silence, intimidate, and punish. I said that this is a death sentence for journalists. It's how you murder a journalist without killing them. It's how you murder a scientist without killing them. It's how you murder a doctor without killing them. It's how you murder the vaccine injured when they haven't died yet. It's how you finish them off and everybody else in their family. And it's time for people in this building who come to work every day here who's to serve us. This is the only country where we the people are the government. This is a government for the people, of the people, and by the people. And the same is said for so-called journalists. Del Brigtree, this man, has been targeted for simply going to the FDA hearings and filming them when they approve vaccines. Just filming them, not doing a thing, and putting that, putting that out 
and showing people there is no real approval process. They didn't actually do their jobs. And for that, he's been targeted for years, long before COVID ever hit. So it's time now for us to stop taking taxpayer funds to slit our own throats. Thank you. <clears throat> One of the many reasons I generally vote no on those. But thank you, Ms. Logan. Okay, so there you have it. Like I said, there are people out there that are exposing the truth and they are doing a phenomenal job. Just so everybody knows, you have a Lord Jacob Rothschild financier and member of the Rothschild banking family. He has died at the age of 87. You have the British peer started his career in the family bank. You have N.M. Rothschild and Sons in 1963. Had four children with wife Lady Serena, including the financier Nat Rothschild. Okay, so that happened. I covered it. I'm not going to go into detail about them. (laughs) This show is going to turn very dark if I do, and I'm trying to stay away from that. Oh, my gosh. So we've got more trouble for Fanny, Fulton County DA, Fanny Willis, and Lover. They have exchanged all of these text messages. I just want to give you a brief overview of what's going on. Piglosi comes into the news. She says there needs to be an intervention on Trump's mental health. Are you kidding me? Yes, we are in a clown show. Then you've got Alvin Bragg, who asked judge to gag Trump ahead of hush money trial. What What could they possibly be afraid of? And then, of course, you've got Peter Navarro, who shares last words before heading to prison. As you know, again, this is a weaponized situation. He says, if we lose, we will surely lose this country. That's why everybody has got to get on board. We've got to unify. We've got to start looking inward and saying, okay, we've got this in our hands. We've got to make things better. Scott Pressler is doing an amazing job. We are going to have a new chairperson at the RNC. That's going to be good, but it truly is, and it lies with each and every single one of you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Don't worry, Kat will be here probably tomorrow, and he'll tell you all where and where he was and what he has been up to, but uh, I'm going to let him do that. But he's perfectly fine. The animals are fine. Everybody's good. Uh, just this was a scheduled day off for him so I'll let him tell you about it tomorrow and if he's not back tomorrow then he'll definitely be back the next day but I'm just happy to be here with you thank you so much for all of your support you are just the best and the salty army and everybody else who joins this show thank you so much I truly truly appreciate that and I honestly want to thank a lot of people that help us on this show since I've got a little bit of time here uh, Rob Pligram Sr., he brought us the top five today and does an incredible job. Special shout out to Patriot Penzi for the layout and research. Fleet Admiral James did the layout and research for today's show. Just an incredible job. Thank you so much for that. We could not do it without all of your help. They truly, those three just work harder than you can imagine six days a week because that's when I'm on the air and it's six days a week by Sunday I'm just kind of seeing a blur of color it's like okay all right I have to re-enter the real world because it does it gets pretty crazy around here but thank you for that and then of course I've got Megavolt 001 for his many contributions I appreciate each and every single one of you the mods I want to definitely give you a shout out by name because I have this little time to do it. Uh, Fleet Admiral James, Rob Pligram Sr., Patriot Penzi, all of you did awesome. And then we have got uh, Megavolts. We've got Magajim for his awesome artwork for the logo in the litter box and everything else that he does. Jackie1321 underscore 67 for her amazing clips that she puts on this show. You know the 
dumb clip. Well, that is Jackie. That's right. That's Jackie. She does those things. Nobody around here does what Jackie does. Jackie does that and does it beautifully. And then we've got Patriot underscore Penzi, Tony underscore AHS101. Sorry, I screwed that up. Let me do that again. Tony, T-O-N-I underscore HS101 and at PK10 for Tennessee and at Redheaded Eagle 2, which is at Redhead 2 Eagle, Gene Physicist, Dean Harmer underscore 42, Deborah Malam 6. We have at Lori Price Young for their show announcements and the mods. Silent Night, Silent K88225236, Renee McCurry 62, Mom of Pearl 13, Mars underscore Groxit underscore it. So it's Mars underscore Grox underscore it over there in Twitter. Drops all of those articles for us. Does an amazing job over there. Hobbit for DJT on Truth Social. Deborah Reyes on Truth Social. And so many other contributors. You all are just awesome. I cannot tell you how much I love you. I, I feel like we're family over here. And I just, I, I think you're awesome. I think you're amazing. And we could not do it without you. And there's so many people that, like I said, when I start naming, I feel so bad because then I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I miss that? If I missed you, just send me a nasty gram over there on email. And I'll say, oh my gosh, I'll figure out where they won't know that I missed it and, and sneak in there that way. But there's also the McGroins who have just joined this show. And I see you out there as well. So thank you for supporting us in our chat room. Thank you for making it a clean, safe place for all of us to enjoy and trade ideas. You're awesome. I love you. I, I look up to you. I respect you and appreciate you more than you can ever know. You all be safe. Be kind to one another. And we will see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Bye.